to another episode of My Biased Opinion. I am beyond thrilled that you are joining me. And uh, I'm excited to uh, excited to record another one of these. It's funny, I actually had something completely different in mind to record today. And uh, a Marco Polo conversation with a friend of mine completely changed the course of this episode. <clears throat> I... Uh, I never intended for this podcast to be overly theological necessarily, as you can tell by the title. But I also want to allow room for that to be part of what happens here because uh, it's a major component in my life. And uh, I've never considered myself to be a theologian. I, uh, (laughs) I debated whether or not to tell this story or not, but I guess I will. I was actually in a small group at uh, our church years and years and years ago and several of the members were theology majors uh, working on advanced degrees in theology and knew more about the Bible than probably forgot more about the Bible than I've learned incredibly intelligent people and we were reading through a book actually called the book's entitled Radical by David Platt and he's talking about the need for radical devotion and consecration in our lives. And uh, at one point in the book, he makes the point that most of the world lives on an average of less than $2 a day. And I remember being deeply impacted by that and talking through that in this small group. And it blew my mind that the the takeaway that some of the members um the very theologically minded members went to was the fact that, well, $2 is actually different in different countries due to exchange rates. I remember sitting in that group and being completely blown away by this conversation and uh, like leaving, shaking my head. And so that's kind of been what has uh, framed my approach to scripture reading uh, before then, but especially since then, because for me, the whole point of scripture is that it impacts my life and that it actually makes a change to the way I go through my daily life and the things I do and the words I say and the actions I take. And so I've tried to, I've worked hard to make that be the case. I know I'm far, far, far from perfect, um, but this is the approach I've taken. And while there are many, many times I wish I knew more, and uh, I feel in- incredibly self-conscious, even uh, even having these conversations about Scripture with people, because I know that uh, there are those that have more education and therefore judge from a, from a different standard. Um, my interpretation of Scripture or people's interpretation that haven't received an advanced degree or whatever— But I firmly believe that scripture is available to everyone and that it is valuable to everyone and that it is necessary for everyone. Um, It's necessary to take the time to read it, to engage in it, and to actually apply it to our lives. Um, And it's as simple as picking up and reading it. You don't have to have an advanced degree for that. 
So today I want to talk a little bit about something uh, a friend of mine and I are kind of working our way through the letter Paul wrote to the Philippians and just discussing our thoughts and what we've what we've stumbled across. And I, uh, <clears throat> I actually began the study a couple of weeks back and then I've gotten distracted. Life has gotten crazy. Insert just normal life here, but it always feels different when it's us, right? Um, and so like this study has kind of taken, taken a backseat. And then we were discussing it today via Marco Polo, as I mentioned, and just felt led to share like what I'm thinking and I'm just going to dive into it. So I'm looking at Philippians chapter one, and really I'm looking at verses nine through 11. And Paul says, and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent. And so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Paul's prayer is that the church's love abound or grow more and more. But it's not just about love for love's sake. It's love for an eternal purpose. It's love plus knowledge and discernment. See, love alone can be problematic. Love by its nature sees beyond wrongdoings and red flags. That sort of infatuation isn't what Paul's talking about. He is talking about love that sees and understands. This leads me to ask the question, why is this important? It's important in verse 10, he answers that question so that you may approve or discern or examine or understand what is excellent and avoid temptations, tolerance and lowering of our standards because we allow feelings or emotions to cloud our ability to discern. Kind of like an equation, love plus knowledge and discernment equals examination and understanding of what is excellent. And that brings about our ability to be pure and blameless for when Jesus returns, for the day of Christ, as Paul puts it. I'm reminded of a scripture that talks about Jesus being full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. And it seems like so much of our world is focused on one or the other. There are, there are camps that are fully set up in one or the other, and it's all about grace. And so grace is just this, this all-powerful, incredible thing that no matter what you do, no matter how you behave, no matter what your intentions are, or how far away from God you are, or how uh, crazy you behave, grace covers it all, right? And it does. It does. I'm not disputing that fact. But then we have this other camp that talks about truth and how truth is required for everything. And and I have to point out the wrongdoings of individuals or groups of people or those that disagree with my interpretation or my approach to life. Right. This this truth that kind of changes based on who you are, how you're feeling or what time of the day it is. Right. But we see Jesus is full of grace and truth. And that combination is the answer, I believe. It's full of grace and truth. Um, the best example I can think of is a parent, right? When you're raising a child, there are going to be times where 
that child is going to do some crazy stuff. They're going to do something that leaves you completely scratching your head, pulling your hair out, multiplying the gray hairs that you might already be getting to to age. I'm speaking from experience here. And grace plus truth is the answer. Too much grace leads to a child that grows up not understanding consequence. Too much truth leads to a child that grows up maybe struggling with self-esteem issues or a lack of self-worth, right? It's a combination of like, look, what you just did was crazy. It is inappropriate. It is not okay. And there are going to be consequences. I am going to ensure that you experience consequences due to the choices you just made. That's truth. Pointing out what's wrong. Like working through the difficult times. And then grace is, now come give me a hug. I love you. You're incredible. It's going to be okay. This season is, t- is tough. It's hard. We've got to work through this. But you're going to make it, and that's going to be okay. That's exactly what Jesus does with us. <laughs> right? Conviction. Difficult seasons of feeling hurt or broken or... Uh, challenged by what we read or what we feel in the spirit, right? But it's it's done with the spirit and an, an encouragement and an understanding that nothing, no power of heaven or earth, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the grace that he wants to give us as long as we'll pursue him and as long as we'll turn to him, Right? And so uh, that's, that's my thought today. And that's, that's something that I'm being challenged on is this loving people enough, loving enough to see and understand right from wrong, to work through right from wrong with, with my friends and my brothers and my sisters and my wife and my daughter and my parents and my coworkers and my colleagues, Right. Loving, but understanding. Love plus discernment. Grace plus truth, I think, is the answer for the world today. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Um, if uh, if you'd like to connect and have conversations, I would literally love to chat with you on Instagram. I mentioned Marco Polo. If uh, messy hair and tired eyes don't offend... I'm on Marco Polo and would thoroughly not mind having conversations with you on there as well. And, you know, just encourage yourself through uh, through whatever season you're in. Encourage yourself and uh, keep your eyes up, keep your chin up, keep on keeping on. We're going to make it through and uh, it's going to be worth it all one of these days. I truly love each and every one of you that listen to this. Thank you so much for taking the time. And until next time, God bless.